I have a holster under my steering wheel. And so I had my Glock 19 at the point. And so I just grabbed it and was like, let me shut my door. And he was like, just kind of raised his hand and backed off. And he was like, whoa, it's not like that. And I was like, no, it was like that. You. It's not like that anymore. Yeah, it's not like that anymore, but it was like that. You're listening to the Art and War podcast with your host, Mitch and Nathan. Mitch is a former Airborne Infantry squad leader who now spends most of his time coaching soccer. Nathan is a professional illustrator and an avid shooter with a couple of years of Canadian military experience. Together, they run the Seaburn Art page. Enjoy the show. Nathan can tell you, well, sometimes you get comments or like DMs. They'll be like, why do you guys post gun bunnies? And I'm like, what gun bunny have we ever posted? Like ever? Yeah. And uh, they'll be like, I did see some of the comments, actually. They were like, why does why does they like post you? You know, um, that's not really them. And I'm like, I don't know. That's that's their own thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, I got people are kind of insufferable about it. I don't quite understand why, um, especially the one. Why do you guys post so many gun bunnies? What gun bunny have I ever posted? Um, and then they they link the uh, the female wearing body armor. Article, oh yeah, which, uh, that one. Yeah, I remember that guy. That guy yeah. was like, "I was like, the, yeah, that's that was the weirdest." <laughs> yeah, that's totally a gun bunny post, not like an actual educational one from a ton of people that aren't gun bunnies. Strange. Yeah, but I I feel like the uh, to some people the the bar is low enough to be basically is a girl and likes gun gun bunny. So she is gun yeah. bunny, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Ass tits, shoots gun. <laughs> I, I get gun that bunny. too. At, at some point, you just kind of, <laughs> yeah. I, like I don't, I don't even correct people now. I'm just like, whatever. I'm yeah. Like go ahead. I am what I am. Like if you want to say gun bunny, whatever. It's yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So the question on everybody's mind: OnlyFans. Are you gonna do it? I mean, I'd be lying if I said it didn't cross my mind. I mean, you know, money for what I'm doing anyway. And then I like really started kind of going into what it would entail. And I realized that on Instagram, I can ignore DMs. Yeah. I have <laughs> I don't have any, you know, reason to respond unless I want to. And You're I was not like, man, if, yeah, if they're paying me, I kind of have to talk to them. Not really. And so I was like, nah, nah, fuck that. I'm <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> oh my god. Do you get any weird DMs? I would feel obligated to. Not really. Like, they're very few and far between, honestly. That surprises me. Like, I get weird DMs and I don't post. <laughs> like, I, I'm very surprised you don't. There's like the one or two guys where you'll get a message and they're like, hey, you, me, picnic in the woods. And I'm like, I mean, that like it's better than just sending me dick pics. So I appreciate it. But like... <laughs> I guess so, but like hell, even Mitch has received dick pics. Yeah, I did. I haven't received one yet. Now that I am. I regret saying that. said that. We should not have gone yep. down that hole. Here they come. Yeah, no, like oh, I received God. dick pics. It's. Yep, uh, I did that to myself. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a self fulfilling prophecy at this point. I think you might get a small flood of them after this goes live. Just a small flood. It's fine. Yeah, I think though hypothetically. You could just post the same stuff that you're doing now and not respond to anybody and people would still pay for it. You think so? I feel like I feel like OnlyFans it's like they want the photos but they also want the like intimacy. Maybe I, I have it wrong it's, though. It's I, I don't know. Then the way I've always interpreted it, which like I, I have some friends and whatnot who who uh, do that kind of stuff. 
I, I think you're right, Ashley, in that people actually pay more for the interaction. They pay for the personalized experience. And I might be wrong. Like they want the personality. Like, I mean, I understand, obviously you want the personality, but that comes just with any page, like our Instagram page, people want the personality. I mean, the engagement though, think of the, think of like the women that have like millions of followers. Like I'm sure Belle Delphine has like millions and millions of people that like subscribe to her OnlyFans or try to interact with her. I don't think she's interacting with any of them and people still give her money. This is a fair point. I think there's a certain threshold in which case you you kind of transcend that. But uh, starting out, and again, I, I'm kind of going verbatim off some people we know. Uh, interaction's a big part of it. And Ashley, you have a pretty good job. I feel like you don't want to be beholden to random yeah. creepos on the True. internet that would just want your butt next to SigMCX. I mean, you know, th- that, there's that side of it too. I, I like my job. I like what I do. It would, you know, I'm not putting it off the table because at one point I might be like, ah, eh, fuck it. I'm going to do it just for fun. Kind of like this page in general, but not right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's talk about that. When you started out, I remember, I, I don't know if it was like the day you made it or whatever, but I remember your very first post. So like two or three people sent it to me. And I saw it and I messaged you. I'm like, hey, can I mean this? And I'll, I'll never forget how you responded. I thought it was a guy catfishing because you were like, bro, I don't give a fuck. And I'm like, <laughs> <clears throat> I'm like, oh, okay. Because this is the dude. <laughs> I, well, that's what I thought because I I had the whole meme going on on my page for a while where it's like the Seaburn only fans. And whenever I would ask them, they'd be like, uh, ask a photographer. Uh, I don't know. But you were straight out the gate dude, I don't give a fuck or bro. It was dude or bro. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is definitely a dude just catfishing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is just a dude taking photos of his girlfriend and posting them. So, well, okay, so starting out, <laughs> I was just kind of like, oh, you know, there's there's kind of a niche that's missing. You know, not there's no night vision porn. And so as a joke, I was like, I'm going to take sexy photos in night vision with gas mask and guns and everybody's going to laugh and it's going to be a great joke. And then actually people started following me and I was like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> like it was kind of a joke. So now I've got to keep going with it. Um, and so we just kind of, it turned into trying to make it a little bit educational. Like, Hey, here's what my experience is. And here's, you know, what I do. If you like it, great. If you don't, great whatever, no sweat off my back. <laughs> yeah, it's ultimately people's choice whether they follow or not. And the, the fact that you uh, are putting educational content into it, it really does help. It makes me feel better about it. I'll say that, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but I think it's also like, for the teenagers who just kind of like want to follow for that photo, I just hope that when they read the content, whether they know it or not, some of it sinks in. And maybe one day they'll be like, oh, I read that somewhere. Or I, you know, Ashley talked about this, you know, just something like that. I don't expect people to actually remember anything, but maybe one day it'll help somebody. Well, that's yeah. like your hook. And that's kind of the goal, I think. That's, I mean, why we do it. Yeah. 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 Your, your pictures are like the hook yep. that gets everybody involved. So when you started out though, like you just did it as a joke, like a spur of the moment, or was it something that you thought about? Like you were like, uh, I could do this because it was kind of like, it's a big deal what you do. Like you're, ex- you know, you're, you're posting lewd pictures of yourself for the whole interwebs to see. It really, honestly, 110% started out as a joke. 
and I was just kind of like, I'm just going to throw this out there and laugh at myself. And then I started having to like actually think about it. And I was like, well, I need to protect myself. I need to take out my tattoos. I need to cover my face. Like if I'm going to do this, I am going to 110% protect myself so that nothing can come back to bite me. And, and so that's kind of where I started running with it after I started seeing people actually were interested in following me because I just I thought it was going to be like the laughing stock of Instagram but <laughs> it, it, it works you're ahead of a lot of people who just like hold gun post butt yeah, yeah I mean that's that's all you got to do hold gun yeah. post butt turn sideways hold gun yeah. post butt like it's fine I feel like the, the fact you actually know what you're talking about makes a bit of a difference I think that's what gets it a little bit more I hate to use the word respectable because obviously what I do isn't necessarily respectable, but I feel like more people are less judgmental just because I can kind of back up some of the things that I say. Um, So I feel like that helps out a lot. I think if I just posted random stuff and talked out of my ass about stuff that it's very clear, I had no idea what it was, then I'd probably get made fun of a lot. And I would probably make fun of somebody doing that too. So. How, where does your not knowledge to be come like, from? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Nathan. Oh. No, no, you, Nathan. No, go ahead. Not to be friggin' Legolas here, but it looks like you have a flat pack in your background with one of CBRN's patches on it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. It's the dog. Oh, that's a doggo pig. Hey. Yeah. Nathan, oh, I love Nathan that. designed that. I love it. It's I my did, favorite. actually, before before we even really hooked up. like. Yeah. No, that was one of the first things that you like did for... Because you, you randomly messaged me. Um well now we're talking like, about hey, us hey i'm poor as fuck i'm an artist from you know buttfuck canada i want to help you you know charity here have some designs and it, it worked i mean it worked i like that's my favorite i've got a lot of patches but that's the only one that i actually run on any of my like civvy stuff if you want to say like I'll, I'll take that to work i it goes everywhere with me well it makes sense for you because you got like four fucking dogs and they're all badass dogs. You have dogs, some though. big ass dogs. I want to see dogs. Dogs. <laughs> all the dogs. Stop we, posting we butt pics. Dog. Only post dog you pics. You should post dog yes. and, buck pic- and butt pics. See, you know, if my dogs didn't like licking butts so much, I might, but it's not, not worth not worth the weirdness there. I mean, that's a good picture. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the people of Instagram would, it could be your most liked photo. Could be, or they could just start rumors about what I do with my dogs. It's like not a door that's going to open. A weird territory we probably shouldn't get into. Yeah. <laughs> Ask you some fun topical topics like uh, religion, politics. I don't know. Oh god. What um religion? What got you into guns initially? Initially, okay. So I'm going to go way back into my childhood. Please. So I grew up in. Not necessarily like an LEO family, because that's not the case, but my dad was a cop. And so at the time we had access to a range and he's not a cop anymore. I don't, <laughs> there's a whole, that's a whole different thing. But anyway, um, we had access to a range and he took me out when I was probably like 10 and handed me a Glock and he was like, Hey, here, you know, shoot this, have fun. And so beginner's luck, I didn't do awful and I ended up shooting better than him. I don't know to this day if he purposely did that or not, but it worked. Um, It kind of instilled that competition in me. And so I was like, ha, I can shoot better than a cop. And so ever since then, it's just kind of a joke in my head. I'm like, as long as I can shoot better than cops, 
I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, so, like in 2021, that's not a very tall, that's not a high bar. No, that's a very, very low bar, that's honestly. A very low bar. <laughs> it was a low bar then too. But like as a 10 year old, I'm like, you know, when you're young, you have, you think the world's different than what it is. And so as a 10 year old, I was like, oh, wow, this is this great thing. And just since then, it just kind of, I always kept shooting and classes and just kind of random stuff, matches occasionally. That's really cool. Do you, do you have a, a favorite firearm that you own or? Oh man, a favorite? Probably my MCX, honestly. That's, that's a good freaking choice. <laughs> it's just, it always goes with me. It's small, it's light. It's not ideal in every circumstance ever, but it's probably the most fun that I have. Yeah. And I want an MCX so bad, but they're they're like 3K right now. And okay, also- so they're ridiculous. I honestly, in my head, I was like, you know, I could sell mine right now and make a lot more money than what I paid for it. Because I think I paid $1,200 for mine a long time ago. You paid $1,200 for your fucking MCX? <laughs> yeah. yeah. T-Rex Arms uh, and Grand Thumb have been talking about it a lot. So everybody's just trying to buy them buy them up while they can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're, they're going for like 25 to 3K on Gunbroker and Jeez. Uh, Arms List. It's yeah. nuts. I'd never sell mine, but it's tempting sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> the, I feel like the prices will equalize again eventually, especially as the fucking COVID buyers rush. But I, I, don't, I don't even know. I, I run a friggin' AR-18, so. <laughs> so when you, so you shot better than your dad when you were 10. It's funny. Um, at one of the schools that I went to, I, I learned that females are actually a natural better shot uh, than men are. Well, they have the... Um, ability, like the natural advantage, I guess would be the right word to be a better shot than men because um, your hearts are are smaller. So the blood pump, um, the blood flow isn't like as drastic. So you don't get that, um, that un, what's it called? The unintentional eye movement uh, when you're looking down optics or scope. So it allows you to potentially be more accurate if you put in the right fundamentals. Um, but that that's super interesting. I, I honestly had never really thought about that aspect of it, but that's super interesting. Yeah, I learned that at one of the LRM schools that I went to in the military. Um, I sent my <laughs> I sent my ERB to Nathan today, actually, because I was looking over and I'm like, holy shit, I did a lot in the military. And he made, he made fun of me. Um, I did. <laughs> but um, no, that's something that I learned too. And it, I've always seen it run, ring true for the females that I see that actually try to shoot. Um, cause there's a lot of, you know, females like men, um, that go to the range and they're not really, you know, they don't want to be there. They're just forced to, because it's part of their job and they just suck ass. But the ones that put in the work usually end up out shooting, uh, the men by far. And it really, really hurts the egos of some people. Uh, oh, I bet. I mean, getting beat by a girl is a not something yeah. that most guys really like to admit to. Yeah, but fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> so you were just 10 years old out shooting your dad on a Glock. With a fucking Glock. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it was just straight up beginner's luck. But yeah. it was just enough What's to like not- make me co- like competitive. And so I was like, you know what? I just want to keep doing it. And yeah. I think that's what a lot of ladies miss. Or, you know, maybe it's the guys... You know, a lot of people message me and they're like, hey, how do I get my wife into guns? How do I get my girl into guns? And it's like, you can't force her to like it. You've got to 
you got to make it enjoyable. And I've known a lot of people that are just insufferable to shoot with. Like, yeah. I'll go shoot with anybody, but some of them I'm like, I'm not going to go back shooting with you. Yeah. You're miserable. And I think that's what a lot of people are missing is just making it fun. Um, there's room for critique, obviously, but initially let them have a good time. I agree. And uh, we, we were talking about this before, I think. Like so many people, the very first thing they do to a new shooter is they take him out to the middle of the woods, no ear protection. They give you a shotgun with like a three three inch slug through it and just say, go nuts. And yeah. it ruins people's first experiences. So of course you're going to drive people away from guns. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, some people find it funny and like, yeah, whatever. It's funny to hand something like that to me, but I would hate to send that to someone and then, you know, hurt their shoulder and then be like, I'm never picking up one of those again. And I feel like, unfortunately, that's what a lot of people get. You made a really good Absolutely. analogy. I think it was on your story or something or a post. Um, you made a really good analogy when somebody asked you about getting their girlfriend or wife into guns. And you were like, well, what if your girl tried to get you into sewing? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you, you had a whole. I actually that. think that was pretty dope. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, just like, like you guys, you know, I love sewing. Not really. But I mean, if I love sewing and wanted to get you guys into it, then I'm going to be like, hey, you know what? We could improve that piece of kit that you have that's not perfect. So here, let me show you how to do that, and we'll do it together step by step. But you're enjoying it because it's making something that you already love better or you know, something you don't have that you do want. And so it's kind of you got to find avenues to get people interested in things that they don't think that they would be interested in. I like that. That's a good mentality to have. My mother-in-law... Um one day when I was visiting, um, she asked me to bring her to a range and she's very liberal. Um, she grew up, she told me she's like shot like a 22 growing up. Um, but she's, she's very liberal, kind of like, eh, guns doesn't really like them, but she asked me to bring her to a range. So I was like, hell yeah. Like I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to get her like one of the easier guns to shoot. Um, it's going to be, you know, super enjoyable. It's going to be nice. So I brought my AR and I brought my Glock 19. Mm-hmm. She couldn't, strong hand the glock 19 enough for it to um cycle properly and she had such a bad experience with it. i felt so bad and i'm like oh let's just shoot the ar and she's like i don't know i think i'm done i'm good and i'm like no 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 please just shoot the ar (laughs) just please try (laughs) remember that that gun i sent you a long time ago mitch uh it's uh the tf little badger yes i've been looking for one like the single shot, you can buy them here for like two hundred dollars Canadian. Like all day, you can just find them. I have found that is the most effective training tool. Twenty twos, at least for me. I'm, yeah, twenty two, single shot, maybe a bolt action, like maybe semi auto if you trust them or or if you care. It it just works. It just works. No one is intimidated after shooting a twenty two. And yeah, I mean, I did that with a girl that I knew recently. Um, no, she has no experience, but so I just kind of brought a little bit of everything and I started her out on the Ruger Mark four and was like, here, have fun. And I mean, she should, she shot other things, but she always went back and she's like, this is fun though. And I was like, okay, Hey, if it's fun, shoot it. I don't care. If if it's fun, maybe that's what you start with. If you you don't and, and you uh, acclimatize people. Generally that's how I start. I'll bring a 22 and you know, by the, by the end of the day, if they want to shoot a 12 gauge, they can shoot a 12 gauge, but you start them at the at the bottom. You give them basically the equivalent of an air gun, and <laughs> yeah. you just work them up. Yeah, and I'm not going to bully you into shooting something that I know is going to be painful. Like I may do it because it's funny, but if you don't want to do it, I'm not going to make you do it. And exactly, 
I feel like a lot of people try to convince them or, you know, they'll, they'll kind of make fun of them. Oh, you know, you're too wimpy. You don't want to hold the shotgun. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's that, not that's how scary. you go about it's it. Gonna throw people off it. Yeah. Well, when my wife, so. um, this must've been months ago, but my wife, um, she was looking for a 22 revolver. She came to me out of the blue. She doesn't own any guns. She doesn't shoot guns. I've tried to, I started with the 22 and she didn't mind the 22, but she didn't like the AR. She didn't like the Glock. Um, and I left the 22 down at, uh, my, my family's. Um, and she was like, you want to know what I would really like is a 22 revolver. And when your wife, who's not into guns at all says they want to buy a gun, Absolutely. We're getting, we're getting the fuck out of that gun, but I don't know. Yeah. We're, we're getting that right yeah. now. Actually, I just bought it for you yeah. already. <laughs> but, oh, uh, but before I forget, um, Ashley, I have a request. Um, I am to say something very specific to you. Oh God. Uh, oh God. Okay. RAR XD. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Who requested that? Yep. Thanks. Um, uh, yes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, hey, Wonderful. how you doing? She's uh, she's great. It's, that's a girl that says that. Krugs. Krugs says that. Krugs. Oh, that, that's, I thought that's the, the dude. Oh who shit! We should probably it. we should probably edit that out. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I uh, I thought that that's fucking Krugs, man. Krugs said roar. I, I know the, Krugs' name is. I didn't know Krugs' name was. I didn't know that. I, I, I'm in a group chat that was. That was uh, made by Krugs, and uh, I have a please say rar regards from and Task Force Coomer. Um, okay, so unless it's a different, it's a different Task Force Coomer and are different different people. Yeah, Task Force Coomer is fucking hilarious. Yeah, are we back on the record now? I'm sorry. Yeah, we're. I mean, we don't have to be. Okay, we have fucking mess to censor. Yes. Well, no, no, I don't mind. I just know he said like. Uh, to edit it out, and I was like, I don't yeah. know what's going on. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. This, it's like a weird gun comedian joke. Sorry. Uh, go on, Mitch. Um, we did a fast with Krugs, but she cheated. Yes. Like, day one in. She cheated? Yeah. She, she, uh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. We're going into, like, censor territory again. But yeah. She, she cheated day one of her, her, uh, her fast. Yeah. And soft-bodied yeah and she she broke up with her boyfriend and now she is going to be nathan's green card wife yes i mean hey that's always a good option yes just to escape the communism and also my uh three-year-old ukrainian beef that's going through me in a bad way i'm sorry guys i can hear my stomach like every 10 minutes be okay well that was the first thing that yes. you ate since the fast oh fuck it yeah. was it was really good, though. It was really good. Probably because you just I, fasted I found it for weird it worth it? Yeah, I was it like, would was. it be good now, though? I, I think so. It's supposed to expire in 2022, so I think I'm good. I broke my fast with a uh, steak, egg, and cheese burrito from a Mexican place that I go to near base. That's fucking... Oh, God, I keep burping. Oh, these white clouds. Oh, man. I Every time I cover my mouth, I'm just trying to keep in gas. Keep um, in the gas, Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, Nova. God, that's... Yes. Um, what was I saying? Uh, wife. What was I saying? Wife. Revolver. Wife. Yeah. yeah, revolver. So revolvers are great because they don't jam. So I didn't know fuck all about revolvers. I still don't. Um, yeah. I, st- I still don't. I don't. I like. I kind of really want a Colt single action army because mm-hmm. I, I got a pair of cowboy boots and. I mean, 
Or if you got cowboy boots. You need yeah, a revolver. I watched too much Westworld yeah. and old Clint Eastwood movies. Send Ashley your uh your uh, your what's it called uh, lever action. Yeah, I'll send it. Um, but I, I posted a thing on Instagram and I'm like, hey, my wife really wants a 22 revolver, and I got so many fucking DMs from people being like. Why would your wife want a 22 revolver that has no stopping power? There's no self-defense purposes. And I'm like, this is why, for one, you're never going to find that libertarian girlfriend. And two, you're never going to convince your already significant other that they should get into guns. It's because you're insufferable. You're insufferable yeah, in a gun I was just talking about this. The, the gun yeah. community is so fucking toxic. I, like, I think any community, if you go deep enough, it's really toxic. But the gun community is like surface level toxic. It's kind of awful. And I, yeah. I think it's just also because of how many different ideologies come into it. And it's so diverse, but they all hate each other. So, yeah, and you know, it's, it's kind of like anything in the world. There's, there's people that are willing to listen and willing to learn. And then there are the people who already have their mind made up. And it's like, it's a delicate balance trying to talk to the people that you feel like you generally or genuinely could make a difference. And the people who already have their mind made up and just want to fight. And those are the people that I don't want to talk to. Like, if you, if you're just here to fight with me, I'm not going to waste my time on you. <laughs> there's a lot of anger. But that's, a lot of anger. There's a lot of anger. Yeah, a lot of people are really angry. So that that makes me wonder because I feel like a lot of people, not only are they angry, they're just looking to like start some shit. And I feel like you're kind of like prime real estate for people to go and fuck with. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's easy to just, like want to start. Oh like. I'm going to ask her something really complicated that she's not going to know the answer to just to like make her look dumb. Okay. So if you bring up something that I don't have knowledge in, I'm going to go figure it out. It's the best fucking like, answer. It doesn't hurt my feelings. If you know more than I know, like that just means I'm in the right room. I, I feel like people are insecure. People want to lord themselves over other people. And I, it, it's a toxic behavior to have. So with what you, with what you post, obviously it's not just, you know, the lewd photos. I think the lewd photos is kind of like the hook, you know, you know, you're hooking people in, you're attracting them and then you're boom, fucking educating them if they choose to absorb what you're putting out there. Um, yeah. If they choose to read the captions or the stories, like maybe just maybe they'll get something. <laughs> do you have a pretty engaging, like, like good, like good vibe stuff, not the, not the bad vibe stuff. Do you have like a lot of good vibe stuff going on, like in your DMs and genuine people that are like, interested in like the knowledge that you have not just because you post ass but because you have a wealth of knowledge that people could benefit from surprisingly i have a lot of people who just will like send me questions and they're very genuine um you know they'll ask anything from as a as a woman what would they recommend you know their wives get not necessarily always guns but even just like conceal carry stuff or like clothing um and I don't know it all, but I'm generally willing to talk to them. And most of them just really are open to the opinion. Um, I always make it pretty clear that it's just, I'm a nobody. <laughs> it's just my yeah. opinions. But I mean, I actually have a lot of people who just come in to ask questions. I mean, there's the a few random weirdos here and there, but a lot of them are genuinely interested. Um, and like, I'll post, you know, the questions and the stories. And kind of get that going. And generally when I post questions, there's probably double those that come into the DMs. Just people wanting to talk about something. Um, nothing bad. They just have questions or want 
me to elaborate on something. And I'm always more than happy to elaborate on things like that, especially when I have time. So it's good to know that it's not just all like garbage because I've, I found that too with us. There's like a couple every so often that get really fucking poopy about something and think that they're arguing with somebody else. And they're like arguing against previous arguments they've had, like we've made them um, and we've never made them. But that for the for a large majority of it, as much as Nathan and I like fuck around and complain, I think a large majority is positive. And I'm glad to see that's not just us. I'm glad to see that's like elsewhere, especially when you're being like as vulnerable as you are, uh, you know, for the world to see. Yeah, it's it's yeah. honestly been pretty good. I will say at the beginning it was a little trashy at times, but that was also like right when all of the, you know, bug boys and all of that stuff was going oh, on. Oh my god! And yeah. Now that that's kind of died down, it's I really well, enjoy it now. People are growing up. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Another one. So another one. I'm on a. I'm I'm, I'm going pretty well. You see, so you're nervous drinking. <laughs> I'm not nervous drinking, Mitch. Yep. I'm just drinking. Mm-hmm. This is the only. So. I'm not. When you originally oh wanted God, to post, um, and it was like a joke. You were just like, "Yeah, fuck it." You know, what did your boyfriend think? He was just kind of like, "Yeah, whatever. If it makes you happy." <laughs> um, <laughs> is he so, a gun guy too, or? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He does a lot of gun stuff too, and so. I guess he kind of went into it with the mentality of like, you're already mine. So I'm not going to be threatened by someone on the internet. And so we just kind of had it as a joke, you know, but he's just been kind of chill with it. I mean, obviously if I start getting a lot of bad things then I'll just kind of back off for a little while, but generally he doesn't really care. He's like, Oh, you're still educating people. Like, it's not like you're a porn star or anything. Yeah. You're not (laughs) posting anything beyond the realm of like, not beach safe like yeah, yeah true it, everything's very pg good for him big dick energy from yeah. your boyfriend yeah that is yeah a, like i honestly good. expected him to be like fuck no <laughs> um but it was it was kind of a laughable joke for both of us we were just kind of like yeah let's see what happens and yeah here we are <laughs> does he ever like incognito not as not as your boyfriend like comment on your page or something or ask you a question Thankfully, no. That would be so miserable. Um, because he would come up with something that he knows would like piss me off. Like you know, there's always just those little things that your significant others just know piss you off. And he would come in doing something like that, and uh, yeah, it wouldn't end well for him. I'll just go there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! My wife will sometimes do it on her personal, but I don't. Yeah. Uh, now that I say that, I think we have enough comments. Like we, we probably get like 80 to a hundred to where nobody's going to be able to figure it out. Um, but she, every so often does comment and I see it, or she'll ask us a question during like our Friday night lights or something. And I just see it. Sometimes I'll answer it. Sometimes I won't, but yeah, I was just, that is very funny. I, I was curious if he Didn't engaged. your wife like hate me whenever she first heard about me. She did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <I thought laughs> yeah. yeah, she did. She did. She's she's cool about it now. Now she, um, I don't know if she follows you or not. I'm gonna look real quick, but um, she's. I think I, I I follow your wife on fucking Instagram, Mitch, and that's super do weird, you? But I don't care. Do I? I, I you you sent it to me once, and I'm just like, should I? Oh, do it? for I reference think pictures. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might have. Yeah, for for the what's it? Um, the body armor guy. Yeah. Oh wow. 
I completely forgot about that. I, I might not have. Maybe I thought it was weird at the time. I can't remember. I'm a little uh, yeah, not drunk. I know you are. Let, let's, a little let's not start. drunk. That's, yes. that's what I'm going to call myself, too. <laughs> yes. No, it, I was just curious because uh, I know that my wife will do it. It's cool that your boyfriend's like really chill with it. So does your does your boyfriend ever is he the one that takes some of the pictures and like it's kind of like a team thing at this point like just like a team effort? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much a team effort. Like we'll go we'll go to abandoned buildings and do some like room clearing together and just kind of stuff like say, that. Taking pictures through night vision is no fucking easy task. No, it's not. So hats all to him for doing that because all of that is him. Um, so yeah, it's it's just a group effort, team effort, like. If I'm not feeling it, I'm like, hey, I'm bored. I'm done. I mean, I haven't posted in, I don't know, a hot minute. But it's, it just kind of comes and goes. And sometimes it's like, hey, let's go do some fun stuff. And we'll take the camera just in case. Um, uh, yeah. And so most of the time, the just in case taking the cameras are when we get the most fun content. It's obviously way more fun when you're having fun doing it. Um, but yeah. That's He's he's the one taking all the photos. That's dope. It's dope that you got somebody to just go out and like goon with. Yeah, it definitely, it's definitely kind of weird. Um, most of my <laughs> Nathan, your comments. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't done anything. Yep. I was trying not to read them. Um, Nathan is nervous, drunk. Um. Anyway, so back back to my so like gooning with him. Yeah. Um. Oh. Right whenever I started kind of dating people, everybody always told me to avoid someone that's like you. And so a lot of my younger, younger years, I was just, I would find people that I felt like were my total opposite. And it always ended up awful. I hated them. I hated all of them. And so I've, you know, I met him and he, I was like, well, he's a lot like me. Fuck it. I'll try. And it actually turned out pretty good so far. So that's good. Don't always listen to what people say about who you like because they don't yeah. know. Did he have any dogs or were all the dogs yours? He did have one of the dogs. Um, one of the dogs was his originally and it was kind of a puppy whenever we met. Um, it wasn't. It was still pretty young, but it was also a question of whether that dog was going to bite me when I met it or when he met me, honestly. <laughs> he was like, yeah, you can pet the dog, but we don't really. I mean, if he bites you, he bites you. And I was like, okay, well, guess we'll find out. <laughs> And now the dog likes me the best, so I won in the end. Is there anybody in your real life besides your boyfriend um, that knows about your Instagram page? No. Nobody? <laughs> no one. Oh, man. No one I at feel all. Bad. Like, uh, I think maybe three people in my regular life know what I do with uh, Mitch. I think now significantly more do because I did a face reveal, but for a while you did do a face I reveal. Did. Well, you kind of yeah. had to dig for it. Like you had to follow me, both you and Mira safety yeah. and also look at that post. Marketing. Marketing. Um, I, I find it funny. Cause I, I get the same notifications he does, but the amount of people who just like called you handsome was very funny. Handsome and a Chad is what everybody called me. Handsome and a Chad. Chad. I thought you looked a little bit like a giraffe in that photo, but maybe that's just It was a really bad picture. A giraffe? Hold on. I need to go find this photo again. A giraffe. Really? Okay. So, training with your boyfriend and the dogs. Was it always the intent to make the dogs kind of like badass dogs? Or was it just like, we have dogs, let's turn them into badasses? 
I mean, just like in general, the breeds are kind of, they need jobs. Like, you know that. Um, and so even before we met, um, one of the younger, now older dogs was doing kind of protection work, stuff like that. The generic Mal, Dutch, you know, you can do trials, you can do personal protection work, you can kind of do that stuff. And that's all good and great. And then I actually started getting interested into the actual how you train it. Um, and so I started doing tracking and stuff, but mainly not really because I wanted to turn them into badasses. I was just kind of curious in myself. Um, I felt like it was something that was worth knowing how to do and having the knowledge to do it. And so they were kind of my guinea pigs. <laughs> so um, one of mine does like tracking on human odor. I thought about doing bed bugs. And then I thought about what if the bed bugs get on the dog and take it into my house. And so I kind of scratched that idea out. Um, yeah, they weren't always supposed to be badass dogs. <laughs> it just kind of happened. I love that though. That's so good. Yeah, you kind of have like. I need to get a balance dog. You, I, I have a cat. She's pretty dope. You kind of have like the ideal situation going on for you. I mean, you have a great job. Um, you have big dick energy boyfriend. You have four badass dogs. You have guns. You have training. Um, it sound. I mean, you got a target in the background and. I think, I think that's a safe, yeah. like you got, like you have the ideal situation going on. Yeah. I can see your groups from here. They're pretty yeah. good. Uh, yeah. They're, they're not too bad. Not too shabby. And you definitely done better, bro. <laughs> yeah, still, that's a pretty consistent A zone. And even with all that, you still decided to put yourself out there with information while also, uh, loot pictures and educate people. And I think that's really, you know, commemorable. Well, a little clapping for clapping for Ashley. Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely can't complain about my life. Like, honestly, it's great. And it'd be great whether I had this page and great whether I didn't. And I kind of think that's part of the joy of it is because I'm not, I'm not really reliant on the page for all confidence. You know, I'm, I'm not just living my life for the page, but it kind of compliments and it's a fun thing. So it'd be harder to do the page if I hated my life. I will say that. <laughs> a little bit. Well, you know what they say, all art is born of suffering. You know? I mean, is that what Mitch tells you in the basement? <laughs> yes. Well, he throws like my, my gruel towards me. <laughs> well, the thing that we've been trying to do with Nathan lately, because he puts a, he, I, I'd be lying if I said that I put any type of effort into the page other than posting and coming up with shitty captions and creating guides you do a large majority of the work and i tell you this all the time and he's like uh no it's a even you, thing you say this to make me feel better you will not affect the self-loathing mitch <laughs> the the point is that we were doing the, like the last couple of weeks i don't think anybody's noticed um we've been we've been having you take nathan days where you just do nathan shit i think i'd remind you like every other day i'm like hey do nathan shit today um and it doesn't seem like you have that problem, Ashley. It seems like you are like, eh, fuck it. I'll post when I want, you know, like I'm on my own. Fucking schedule. <laughs> I definitely still post what I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I really think I haven't posted in like a week or so. And I generally try to post pretty frequently, but yeah, June 6th. So it's almost been a month, actually. I should probably post something. Um, <laughs> I just kind of go with what, whenever it feels right. Well, I remember you messaged me a while back and you're like, oh, I better post something to keep like um, the Sims entertained because you were posting, you were posting too much educational content or something you were saying. Yeah. 
Yeah. I felt like it kind of, I've, it's been a balance because I've kind of wanted to transition the page into something a little less lewd and more educational, but then, you know, you have people there for certain reasons and I hate to lose the people that are there mainly for the butt because I feel like they're also still absorbing some information. And so it's, it's kind of a weird balance trying to figure out what and when I want to post. And I guess I haven't really 110% came to terms with what I actually want to do. So I've kind of taken a hiatus, so to speak. Yeah. Well, sometimes you have to. Sometimes you just need to take a break from social media. It's fucking exhausting. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. My, my break from social media has been uh, like four or five years now. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we, we still... Uh, we'll take breaks. Nobody notices because we have so much backlog content. And that's one of the blessings in disguise about getting poofed. Um, we have so much backlog content, but there's certain times where like I had a, I had a big event in my life that I'll talk about when I'm out of the military happened to where I was like, Hey Nathan, like I can't do this for like a week or two. Like I need you to do it. And he stepped in, he ran everything. I don't think a lot of people noticed. Um, I do the same thing with him. Uh, he gets, you know, we have life going on. There's more important shit than social media. But t- to be fair to us, too, we also kind of treat this like it is our fun hobby, but we also are trying to turn it into something more than that in a way. So it takes a little bit more work and effort to stay consistent. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, yes and, and no. To keep I, I'm good interested. either way. I'm just, I'm having fun with it. As long as we get the information out there. I, I could give a shit whether this turns into something full time or if it turns into something like, wow, I've had too many white class guys. Oh, you're okay. <laughs> so the, you had a you had one really good, um, like photo shoot that you did where it was like literally no lewdness. You were just out and it looked like an abandoned apartment or or warehouse or like office space or something, and it was yeah. you clearing rooms. The confidence to do that, I don't think you understand whether you realize it or not. I posted one video once of me doing a mag change the way that I like to do it. And it works, you know, like it was quick. It was efficient. It worked. It stowed the mag. And the amount. Oh, wait, I remember yeah, that. People got really The amount that. of ass pain when you try and like not illust- because illustrations, everybody's super cool with it. But as soon as yeah. you start showing people like in real life. They lose their fucking shit. They become these ultimate gun elitists. So when you posted yeah. that stuff that you did, because you were also educating there, and while it wasn't videos, it was still pictures of you doing the right thing the right way. Did that change the tone? Because that was that was unique content at the time for your page. That was like you venturing out and getting some high def pictures of you doing some quality shit. Yeah, and it was kind of like testing the waters to see what other people would respond to, or if they didn't respond to it at all because I would enjoy to put more content out there like that. Um, videos, I would love to do. I'm just not good at videos yet. I mean, I don't have the equipment, I guess I'd say, because um, I need cameras that are decent and can pick up audio and stuff like that. Um, but videos are also terrifying because are. people They're are just going to grill you over it. And, you know, it's real time. So unless you're one of the people that want to go in and edit it to make it look perfect, it's never going to be perfect. Um but I think eventually I would love to do something like that just to add a little bit of realness because there's a lot of fake on the Instagram. Um, and so I think, you know, also trying to be as real as possible is a goal. But at the same time, I got to kind of test the waters and see what people have 
kind of enjoy. <laughs> yeah. People are dickheads. No, I, I... They are. <laughs> a lot of people are dickheads. Yeah, I remember that fucking controversy, Mitch, when you're just like, oh, you know, I... Like, I, I like it. It's smaller than a dump pouch. I don't do the same thing. Like, all my mag pouches are full, but I don't see what's wrong with your advice. I like it. In it. And it makes sense. I was very deliberate, too. I'm like, hey, look, there's a million different ways to do reloads. This is just one way that works for me. Maybe you'll try it and yeah. love it. Maybe you won't. And the yeah. amount of fucking people that were like, it's not too late to delete this. You should never do yeah. this. I'm like... I'm like, what? It's like, oh, you should never do this. I watched a guy on Instagram say that you should just, like, shut the fuck up. And people don't realize, like, in in a real life situation, sure, you might your priority yeah. might not be to stow the mag. I completely get that. Yeah. How, and people forget you've been in more real life situations than most people. Well, and we retain our fucking mags. <laughs> it's just it's just part of you know the training that we have. Hey, you keep your shit. You don't let your you know you don't just. If, if you bring it onto the battlefield, you bring it off. Um, yeah. And there's like, then you take it off. Yeah. And there's famous stories of people like puking, like during training and some dickhead NCO being like, pick that up and put it in your pocket. You don't leave anything on battlefield. Like you hear stories like that, but the sentiment of it rings true in the sense where if you drop something, you pick it up. Um, there's also the fear of like IEDs because people will, the Taliban and ISIS K, they're really smart with that shit. Somebody drops like a can of dip. They'll take that can of dip, hollow it out, pack it with explosives, and then some fucking weirdo walks up, picks it up, and boom, there goes his face. But that's yeah. part of the reason why we stow our shit. But just in general, the amount of toxicity when you start getting into videos. So I'm curious, is that something you, you just kind of briefly talked about it? Are you going to get more into like educational videos on top of your content? Because I think I would I would like to I like that's kind of a goal for me. I would like to start doing more of that. And it's also to prove not to myself because I know that I can do it. But whenever you have videos of you actually doing the stuff that you talk about, it just kind of cements what you've told people that you can actually do it, too. Um, And here's how you do it. Yeah. I also really like it as like a self-diagnosis tool. You, you can go back and look at what you do. Even the stuff that doesn't yeah. get posted, like you can analyze it, be like, this is what I need to improve. It's it's crucial. I do it with reloads a lot. Like I'll just set up a camera and video during reloads just to watch what I'm doing. Because um, sometimes I have some bad habits with my hands and yeah. I'll pull the gun a weird way. And, and in real life, it would totally fuck me over because my shot would have went way left. But in a reload, I don't see that unless I actually go back and watch the video. And so I like doing that kind of stuff for, like you said, self-diagnostic. Yeah. Uh, this is a weird question. I'm just curious. Um, this is kind of to both of you, both Mitch and Ashley. If you uh, breach a room, do you prefer high port or low port? Like gun up or gun down? It depends. Am I going in? It's something that's fully debated. There's no real right answer to it. Um, it it really depends on the situation. I think am I going in by myself, or are there other people with yeah. me, and where am I in the stack? Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. And I like, I mean, it depends on the tempo of the scenario. Because are we training? Am I, you know, behind someone? Like what he said. But generally, like for me, being small and weak because I am, it's easier for me to hold a gun kind of low. And kind of tilted down just because, I mean, yes, I still have the time to kind of go from low to up. But if I'm planning to walk in somewhere, it's it's a little bit more comfortable for me. Um, yeah. Comfort isn't always a big deal. But if you're training for a long period of time, it, it adds up. <laughs> yeah. 
and Highport is is harsher. Well, the only way that I would say that you ever do um, Highport, um, when I deployed, we did, it must have been hundreds of hours of room clearing to where we can get confident, yeah. we can we can safely uh, come in at the high ready, uh, everybody. Yeah. Um, and you do little things. Uh, if somebody walks in front of you, instead of going low, you go high. Um, that's why the weight of the gun, it can just fall right back down to where it needs to be. Um, yeah. And one thing you always hear in training, you know, you want four guns in the room at the same time. Realistically, that's not possible, but three is no. very possible. Three is very possible yeah. if you've trained for a very, very long time with the same group of people and you're all competent. One fuck up yeah. in that group is going to throw off the whole thing and you shouldn't deploy with that person or train continue training with that person if they're just so ate the fuck up to where you can train for that long and not do well. Um, yeah. So with new, with new squads that I get, whenever I see team, or I have my team leaders like run through their shit, I'll have them start at the low uh, just for safety purposes. And then as they get better, we can start transitioning into the more advanced stuff where you all come in high ready you know where your buddy's going to go in this situation. You know where your buddy's going to go in that situation. You can anticipate it. You can safely lift your barrel, bring it down. Because you don't go into a room without your weapon on fire with CQB. Yeah. Um, so you don't really got that time to be like, oh, my weapon's on safe, so it's okay that if they walk from my barrel, that's just shitty gun safety to begin with. But yeah. your weapon is typically on fire. Or in my case, I, I would go into a room um, if I knew there were... If I knew there were only hostiles in there or the potential of hostiles in there, I would go in full auto. That's the only time I go full auto. Um, close quarters, I'm starting low and I'm ripping through uh, the top. Yeah. My, my uh, experience isn't as, as deep as yours, but I've only ever trained uh, low port. Uh, I, I learned high port as a civvy, funny enough, but uh, I imagine it's just because our instructors are on the walks and whatnot watching the uh, killers from top down. But... um. I'm inclined to agree with what you said. I'm curious. What inspires you to post stuff? Like, I know at the beginning it was a joke. I'm trying to get, I know it's kind of like a weird question. Like what, but like, is there any, is there anybody out there that you saw doing something and you were like, I can do this better or I can do this and be more original or I like, like where, where did that come from? Cause I'd say you have pretty unique content. It's either you have full blown gun bunny where it's just, Guns, tits, guns butt. and ass, <laughs> yeah. Um, or you have just educational, and you manage to kind of like bridge that gap. And I don't really see that elsewhere. I don't know if you do, Nathan, but I'm just curious. Wait, uh, say again, Mitch. So drunk. Um, so, which he asked, what like what inspires me? Like, um, basically, is there somebody that I know of that I either kind of base it off of, or that kind of do the same thing? Similar questions like that. Um, not really. I, I kind of saw some people and, you know, they're either full gun bunny or they're full educational content. And both are fun in their own ways. But I guess I what inspires me is like I, I want to be the educational person, but I also want to have fun. Um, and it's, it's just kind of fun taking the 
shitty photos of guns on my it, ass. It is, yeah. <laughs> and so it just kind of it brings in a little bit of laughter, a little bit of lightheartedness to it, um, to where it's only as serious as you make it. And so if people don't really want to read the like bottom of my post, fine, don't. Like you can laugh at my ass, that's fine. Um, but if you do, like you can get some decent information or what I would think is decent information from some of the things that I do post. Um, and so it kind of just inspires me to like reach both communities, I guess, or both types of people. Do you- yeah, that, that's a good way of looking at it. I learned a lot about night vision from you, actually. <laughs> I, I still don't know shit about shit. I run a Gen 2 plus monocular. Um, but <laughs> still. Just just come to the US. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. teach you down we'll educate here. You. Yeah. Yeah, we'll edumacate you. Educate me. I, I gotta get some DTNPGs or something. Do you learn from anybody on Instagram? Like, is there any like where you've you see, um, you see something unique and you take some value from it? Gosh, I learn from a lot of people. I follow a bunch of people. Um, if you can like go to the, my IG and just kind of scroll through the people that I follow. Ultimately, I mean, as far as one person that I name. There's so many of them. I mean, honestly, I learn something from people, even if it's why the hell did they do that? And so sometimes I follow pages that are very not known and they do great things or they'll do something weird. And then I'm I'm like, OK, well, why did they do that? What was their thought process? Like there's got to be either I'm missing something and I need to fill that gap or they're missing something and that's OK. But I want to learn where they're missing something. Um so, I mean, as far as one certain page or anything like that, there's way too many to list. But I just try to take away something from everybody. Um, I think that's kind of a life thing for me, too. Like, I always try to take away something from someone, even if it's how I don't want to be. Um, and I kind of bring that over to the IG as well. Yeah, I think that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, I do that with little kids in coaching soccer. And it's funny because they're able to process and learn like that more than some of my soldiers and I'll roast the shit out of them. Sometimes I'd be like, how the fuck do I have 10 year olds playing soccer that can like learn better and comprehend things. But you, a grown ass man don't even have a fucking driver's license yet. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But just like asking those leading questions, like let's say you look at something and you're like, that's wrong. Instead of looking at it and immediately, Hey, that's fucked up. You shouldn't do that. I like, I'm like you, I like to ask, Hey, why are you doing it like that? What was your intent? Because somebody's intent can be completely to do it the right way and they just poor execution. Or maybe they did it a certain way and there's something that I'm not seeing. I think there's value in in at least asking um, as opposed yeah, to- Yeah, there's definitely the value in not having knee-jerk reactions to everything. Because you know, even if it's something that looks wrong, if they're doing it for a certain reason or a specific scenario, there's always room to learn from it. Um, and so I, I try to not have knee-jerk reactions when I see awful things. Sometimes it just happens because some of them are really awful. Safety violations. (laughs) That's where I draw my line. Yeah. Yeah. Safety violations. And, you know, it's things that didn't have to happen and that it all comes back to safety. That's what really rubs me wrong, too. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, generally just learning from people and asking questions like, why did you do it? And if they don't know why they did it, then, you know, sometimes I'll take that opportunity to be like, well, maybe you could have tried this differently Um, since you didn't really know what you were trying to accomplish. But if somebody comes back to me and is like, here's why I did this, 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 and this, and okay, hey, you did it. I was just curious because I didn't understand. Um, And then for me, I've learned something at that point. Drunk Nathan. Looked like you were about to say something and you didn't. 
I, I had something and then I just totally lost it fell out of my clinical. Head. Like it just like right out the ears. It happens. Yeah. No, it's just me every day. I'm just my my brain is running at a constant thirty percent capacity. I think if it ever runs at a hundred, I'm just gonna light on fire and just die. You ever see the movie uh, Akira? I don't think so. Oh well, in the very end, you know the spoiler alert for this movie that came out twenty years ago. Um, the guy turns into a giant flesh monster. That'll happen if I ever just think too hard. What's an area of training that you're kind of working on or want to work on? Like something where you just suck at? Definitely long range stuff, like really long range stuff. Yeah, very um, few people do that. Yeah. And I mean, it takes a lot of skill. It takes a lot of thought. Um, there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of variables. And nailing all of those down and getting it 100% right every single time is just mind-boggling to me um and there's also not a lot of land around here that has really long range shooting and so it's not really easy for me to find places to practice it so that's kind of where i hope to kind of get better in that scenario yeah that's a good idea one of one of my so i have a lot of formal training and long long range marksmanship um okay there mr sniper hey 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 I mean, I know you saw my, that's, that's what he was making fun of me earlier. Um, he saw all, like all the, uh, you know, positions that I've held and it literally, mm-hmm. one of them is sniper. Um, and he just saw that and just started laughing. And I'm like, look, it sounds like it's from a fucking movie. I get it. Um, pretty badass. It, I don't, I never went to the Bravo four school. I'm not Bravo four qualified, which is like the sniper school. I've never went to that. Um, just, but still. just for anybody listening, you can be a sniper in the military without ever going to sniper school. Um, it's, it's a thing. Um, and scouts mostly, I've been to a lot of long range marksmanship. Um, I've been, you know, a long range ID, uh, the patrolling Academy was a long range school where we just walked around the mountains of Germany for like 30 miles a day and then set up a position and then didn't do anything. But the thing that I struggle with, with long range I don't, I, I, I can, I can take information and turn them into guides with Nathan and make it digestible, uh, content for folks. I can take a, a complicated bit of training like CQB and Mm -hmm. in person I can teach the shit out of it. When it comes to long range marksmanship, I haven't figured out how to turn that into digestible content because I can do it. I can't teach it. I think that's something that a lot of people kind of struggle with because I don't see anybody really teaching long range marksmanship marksmanship stuff. There's a lot that goes into it and it's not like CQB where you can start with the basics and move up from there. Like the moment you start getting into long range, like it's a lot at once. That's all crucial, all critical. So I, I don't know myself how to break that down to a digestible level where the average person um, or somebody getting into guns or even somebody that's been into guns for a while can do it because the way that I was trained on it was here's a rifle with iron sights, figure it out, shoot. And then it was, here's a rifle with a really big optic on it. You have a buddy, your spotter uh, shoot. And then we're going to teach you like dope. We're going to teach you the keyhole method. We're going to teach you all these different things but ultimately you can just Kentucky win that shit and be fine. 
Um, so long range marksmanship is something that I would love to make a guide about, but I, I, I wouldn't know how to. And I know that there's like the people that do do it. It's such a niche elitist kind of, not elitist, but it's such a niche thing that where somebody knows what the fuck they're talking about, they know what the fuck you're talking about. And there's so many yeah. little details where if you fuck up, that could ruin a whole thing. So like they're going to criticize as they should, because one little thing that you leave out or one little thing that you don't explain properly can just completely throw your shot off. Um, we should throw a feelers out there. See if we can get a professional on like a help us like a, a consultation. I know. If you will. I know a green beret who might, Maybe we'll have him on. Maybe we'll have him on, actually. I think that'd be pretty cool to have a Green Beret that's been to like urban sniper and high altitude sniper courses. Maybe he can make a guide with us. Yeah, that would be really cool. By the way, it should be here in a couple days. Uh, Fried the Brain. Oh, yeah. I suggested that book. Drew Hopkins suggested that to me. Great book. Yeah. Great book. Yeah. Yeah. It looks super interesting. I ordered it. It should be here tomorrow or the day after. Yeah. So sorry to go on a rant about me. (laughs) That's okay. We're just here for a good time. Yeah. Not for a long time. Um, exactly. I, I am just glad there's more educational content getting out there at all. Like two or three years ago, this would be basically unheard of. You'd, you'd find your odd person on YouTube being like, oh, well, here's how you maintain your, this is how you pull the trigger on a semi-automatic pistol. And they'd, they'd uh, but now it's becoming the norm. And I really, really, really like that. Um, not a ton of people who do it, but it's getting bigger every day. And I, I like that cultural shift quite a bit. Well, the people that do it are so unique. I mean, we got we yeah. got you, Ashley, who I don't know anybody that's bridging the gap between gun, bunny, and education. <laughs> you know, not to, you know, stroke our own cocks, but we, we do something pretty unique, Nathan. Um, yeah, you guys pretty, do. Cool. We do something pretty unique. Um, you know, the love them or hate them, the folks at T-Rex Arms are starting to put out really high quality video stuff. Garant Thumb is doing his... really uh, interesting that they're getting into small unit tactics. Which, uh, side note, when uh, when Isaac... Uh, I know he was joking, but he was joking about uh, saving me from the side of the border. I, I shit my pants just a little bit. <laughs> it was pretty good. It was pretty good. I, I really like Isaac. Isaac's a cool dude. Yeah. But um, it, it's good to just have this information out there. Even a little bit. Even if it's not, you know, the this training standard. As long as... Like getting a saturation of information is better than getting no information at all. I agree. And any information, well, obviously with quite a bit of exception, is better than none. That's uh, that's potentially going to be my job over at uh, Mira if I take the full-time gig and move down to Texas. It's going to be content uh, director. And there's a couple folks down there, like uh, Pat from Uncensored Tactical. He's the one who suggested I buy my dog. Uh, from Fortress K9, oh, like and he yeah. is now running a branch of Fortress K9 in Texas. Um, so we're going to incorporate some video content with him. Um, if you ever come down to Texas, Ashley, you're more than welcome. We'll make some gun bunny educational stuff. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, I talk to him. Like, I talk to him occasionally as well. So that'd be a really, really fun time. Really like Pat. Mm-hmm. Funny story about Pat and <laughs> Ashley that Ashley probably doesn't know about. So, oh gosh, when I originally made that meme of uh, of you, I don't even remember what it was, but it had to do with that night vision shit, and I posted it. Yeah, I went back and I checked just to see who I was following followed you, and it was him. 
<laughs> expose the shit out of him in, in, in our discord we were in a discord with uh like whiskey uh whiskey and rebellion um all emailish, yeah like all the all these folks and I, all the militia guys yeah, yeah i just screen capped it and put it in there and i'm like pat simp um and then i i think i mentioned i'm like i think i think it's just to do catfishing but still um yeah, he actually had uh, some classes l- like close to me that I was trying to go to, and then I had some other stuff come up, and I felt kind of bad. I really, really wanted to go, um, but I'm actually going to try to go to some of his stuff later on in the year. He's awesome running those uh, lock picking stuff. Shout out to Pat. Yeah, yeah. Would you ever consider because you're already an educator? Would you consider being a teacher and running courses? I doubt it. People really, man, sometimes there's some types of people that just really get under my skin. And like, no matter how, if I, I can turn on the professional switch, um, but man, some people just still get under your skin the wrong way. Um, and I would always be afraid that I would get somebody in my class that would do that. It's not off the table, but it's probably pretty low, low, way down there on the table. <laughs> yeah. I think if you started making videos um, and doing like, the kind of like the same theme you're going with now you could probably get even just like because you know i feel like women getting into guns already is something that's not difficult but it's less heard of because when they do do it um in my experience like if they run a page typically they won't tell anybody they're a woman for justifiable reasons because they just get fucked with but -hmm. i feel like if you if you were to start doing some videos i mean you would be the only um you know, female creator that I know of that would be doing what you're doing with the knowledge that you have, you could probably get a serious group of women that want to come and train and just get into guns. And it's probably easier when somebody um, who's kind of been through or seen the same struggles of getting into it, maybe that you have, or somebody that at least understands it as opposed to me where I was three or four years old, my stepdad gave me an unloaded 22 and said, this is yours now. And I just had that in my room and I just learned yeah. you know, like that. Um, yeah. I mean, that that's a true side of it. Um, I think it would be easier for me to connect with like, you know, teaching women or, you know, younger girls even um, just because I think they would be more willing to listen to what I have to say. So I definitely see that side of things, you know, teaching, teaching ladies and women might actually be in the future. Cause I could see that being really fun um, and, you know, making them comfortable and comfortable enough that they could actually learn the good stuff and not just, you know, be so uptight, worried that they're going to do something wrong. Um, so I, I could see that happening, actually. I, I take back what I said earlier. <laughs> I, I could see that happening. You can make a really a chill, idea. comfortable environment for women to learn how to shoot. I've, I've even mm-hmm. seen it out the ranges. I'm sure you have, too. Like, I don't go to formal ranges anymore just because the fudge running them piss me off. It's unsufferable. But- same yeah I, I do not shoot alone anymore it's like you know that ron swanson meme it's the, like walks into the friggin i know more store. than you <laughs> yes <laughs> i see it though when i used to go like there would be somebody's wife or girlfriend um or even just you know a lonely a lonely woman going to a range and it's like the fucking weirdos come out of the woodwork and they're like, let me show this girl how to shoot a gun. And like, oh yeah, they it's do. such a weird <laughs> thing. Like, unless somebody asked me, which I've had some people ask me, but unless somebody asked me to like show them how to shoot, I'm not going to go over there because I don't know what they're capable of. I don't, they're probably already uncomfortable. 
I'm not going to go over there and make it any more fucking weird. It's like, it's like women at the gym, except now you're adding guns, <laughs> Yeah, you know, <laughs> now you have guns involved. Now you have yeah. guns. Yeah. I just, if I ever go by myself, I just, I, inner me is like resting bitch face. <laughs> and so if I just, if I just look so bitchy that nobody will come up to me, then it's normally not a problem, but yeah. Oh man. So there's some weird people at the range that they'll just stop and stare at you. And I'm like, okay, I can shoot better than you. I'm like, go on, like, stop staring at me. It's fine. It's just, it's, go- <laughs> it's unsufferable. Going to the gun store. Oh God, the gun store. Whenever I walk up and start looking and they're like, oh, there's this nice pink gun over here. I'm like, would you like to grab this pink 38 special? I'm Out like 22 LR. Oh my man. Normally it, it used to really make me mad. And so a long time ago, anytime they would do that, I would just try to make it a point to prove to them that I don't want that. And so I would start naming off other things that they had on the walls and being like, oh yeah, is that a, is that a Geisley? Like, you know, and they would be like, oh, she actually knows what she's talking about. Uh, maybe she doesn't want this pink gun. And now I just like roll my eyes and walk off. Like it's not worth my time anymore. Yeah. But man, that gets under my skin when they're like, here's this pink little 38 special. It's perfect for your purse gun. I'm like, fuck you. What's your everyday carry? Um, Glock 43. Glock 43. Glock- I'm a 19. Yeah. I'm a 19 guy. Yeah. I like my 19 more. Um, well, I kind of take that back. I had some problems out of my Glock 19. There was a whole series of tolerance issues changing some to aftermarket parts and yeah me and that gun we have a love-hate relationship but (laughs) the 43 is just easy for me to conceal with like tank tops and stuff um 19s are a little bit harder for me so it's normally my default just to go to a 43 yeah let's talk about that because women face that unique issue i know we've kind of discussed it before Uh, i'm always trying to get knowledge for for females out there because i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about and I know I don't know what the fuck I'm talking yeah. about. This, this is why you, we get you to write the yeah, female that's why we, we, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this is why females wear, you know, body armor. Or, you know, talk about female body armor. Um, Concealing in a tank top. How do you do that? It's not easy. Um, so, one, I, kn- I typically avoid tight tank tops. Because no matter how tight the gun belt is or whatever you're wearing it's still going to print some, like you're still going to see it. And to an extent, like it is what it is. It happens. Um, so typically I'll try to find, I really like jeggings because I'm a basic bitch. Um, <laughs> so I typically find like, you know, the stretchy leggings that have um, a few pockets on it and I'll have a nice little belt. And I typically use, honestly, I don't even know the name of the Kydex holster that I use right now. It was from some local shop down the road. Um, but I have that and I'll stick with flowy tank tops because yes, you have the risk of, you know, wind blowing your tank top up a little bit or pushing it backwards where you can see it. But as long as you can keep the 43 to your body and not flopping around, which is kind of a standard thing most people look for, then you're pretty okay. Um, I will, I don't, I'm not sponsored by these people at all, but I really do like Alexo Athletica stuff. Um, I've done cartwheels. I've done jumping jacks. I can do pretty much anything in their running shorts or leggings, and I'm able to conceal carry it. Um, the only problem is that they aren't quite as professional looking because they're they are athletic wear. Um, so, you know, trying to look good at a job interview while carrying that's a little bit different, you know, scenario. But it always it always just goes back to kind of basic 
belt and kydex holster that I can really tuck into my side. Um, I do typically appendix carry though. Um, it's harder for me to carry on like my side just because I'm a little bit skinnier. So you I'll tend to get other stuff visible on the sides. Um, appendix carry tends to be the easiest spot for me to actually conceal carry. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious now too. Um, what are some of the advantages to being a female and carrying every day, if any? Because I know there's a lot of disadvantages because I get, I mean, I'm wearing a hoodie right now and I can go out in sweatpants and basketball shorts and carry and nobody's going to fucking know. You don't really have that luxury. So what is, what is like a benefit, would you say, for, for women that carry? I really don't see one. Um, <laughs> as far as like comparison, I mean, benefit for women obviously you know it's confidence but as a benefit for like the female anatomy versus the male anatomy there's not really much of one i mean i've heard people make the argument that you know you have a bigger chest your shirt kind of will cover your stomach a little bit more if you have a bigger chest tits um but for the people who don't aren't blessed with double d's i don't think that's the case and that's not everybody so i don't i don't really know I've also heard the argument where people try to carry under their bra and I'm like, good luck getting that out. If you need it, have oh fun. God. I'm not about that life. <laughs> How would you carry under your bra? Like, Oh my gosh. Does it clip to your bra? I feel like that's just droopy, droopy boobing it. Yeah. It's, it's heavy. And so I've seen some that are like in the front and I've seen some that are on the side and most of the time they have a bra added in so that you're wearing kind of a one, like a bra and carry. I don't know not about that life i didn't even entertain it i was like there's no way that i could quickly re get my gun if i needed it and even if i did i'm gonna be fumbling over so much more clothing that it's just not worth it <laughs> yeah do you krugs did a, a review of one of those and i think the the unanimous thing was it's shit yeah, <laughs> yeah that doesn't sound comfortable that's like if i if i had like an inner thigh like like strap like near my balls like that's just not i wouldn't want it just that. wouldn't be comfortable no. <laughs> yeah so ball carry everything ball, ball carry, carry. <laughs> zap carry let's let's develop a nation and try it out you know what yes i i think that is exactly what we're going to do um i think we're going to test it tomorrow i'm just going to carry under my balls let's do it Fuck do it. it hell yeah do you think it's in full frame desert eagle 58 full send. full send yes loaded no you know no safety one in the no chamber. safety i have physically removed the safety i've dremeled it off so it's permanently in fire there we go I mean, you know, that might be a way to determine whether you're able to have kids or not in the future. You know, like that's just kind of the world's way of saying if you shoot yourself in the balls, you probably shouldn't have yeah. kids. Yes. Maybe that would help. Yeah. I don't know. Yes, the Darwin Awards are very real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Less and less relevant every year, but they're very real. I mean, I, I carry with a Glock pointed at my dick constantly, and I'm still having a kid, so I've made it. See, you're not, Ooh, you're not one of the shitty I've ones. made it. You've, you've got a one-to-one -one KD ratio. <laughs> Do you think it's an advantage being a woman that maybe people don't expect you to be carrying or have the knowledge that you do. So, I mean, I can't imagine what scenario actually that benefits you because I don't think people go around like being like, is that person carrying unless they have like the big iron on their hip or something. Okay. Well, I do have one scenario that happened that I can elaborate on. So a long time ago, I, I feel like it was more unusual for women to carry. I feel like it wasn't really typical. Now, I think most people just assume that everyone has a gun. Um, but specifically at gas stations at homeless people. 
I had a homeless dude come up to me and not let me shut my car door when I was sitting in it asking for money. And I was like, hey, dude, I'm sorry. I don't have anything for you. I'm a broke, broke student. You know, I don't have anything. He was like, no, you have a nice car and you just got gas. And he just would not let me shut my door. Like he would not. And I was like, I'm sitting in my car. You're like, you're not letting me shut my door. And so I have a holster under my steering wheel. And so I had my Glock 19 at the point. And so I just grabbed it and was like, let me shut my door. And he was like, just kind of raised his hand and backed off. And he was like, whoa, it's not like that. And I was like, no, it was like that. You. It's not like that anymore. Yeah, it's not like that anymore, but it was like that. Like, I've already told you that I don't have any money. I don't carry cash. I'm sorry. And you still wouldn't back off. So you made it like that. Like, you made the decision to make it like that. And so not everybody is going to be surprised that you have a gun, but I feel like some people still think it's less likely for females to have guns. And so maybe that is a slight advantage. Yeah. I feel like it's a little bit more typical that most people carry now, but not everybody does. So well, that's I fuck that homeless guy. <laughs> fuck that homeless guy. I didn't. I didn't realize. Um, I, I was on TikTok. Must have been a couple months ago, and there was a TikTok going around, and I didn't understand it. So I asked my wife, and she explained it to me. But it was like gonna uh, gonna express my male privilege. And then it had them getting gas at night. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't like, what the fuck is he talking? So I show my wife, she's like, yeah, I don't get gas at night. I'm like, why? I don't get gas at night. either. I'm like, why? Like, I, I didn't, I'm like, why the fuck wouldn't you get gas at night? She's like, there's fucking weirdos. And I'm like, real, like, like really? Like, I've never, I just, you know, I just walk around and yeah. do whatever the fuck I want. I've never thought about it. And then she's like, yeah, there's fucking weirdos all the time, especially at gas stations for some reason. It's like they fucking congregate at fucking gas stations and they just see, oh, pretty woman, let me go over and harass and get money or yeah, whatever. I mean, it's. I don't think it's it. It used to be a bigger deal to me to not stop at gas stations at night. And now I don't I don't go out of my way to not do it. But if I can avoid it, I still don't put myself in that position. Um, I don't ever want to have to actually use my gun on someone, but I will. So I just don't put myself in that position because I do feel like it's way less safe at gas stations at night for women. So I I totally agree with her there. It absolutely is. You know, controlling the situation and controlling the situations that you put yourself into is such... Not being in that situation to begin with. Yeah, it's such an undervalued sentiment that I don't think we see, not just for women, just, you know, anybody in general, situational awareness and understanding your capabilities and not overestimating your own capabilities. Um, You know, there's some guys that I know will be like, I don't give a fuck. I'll walk right into this building where all these people fucking hate me because I'll fuck them all up. And I'm like, dude, you're just going to get the shit kicked out of you. Yeah. yeah, most of the people who talk like that, I'm like, okay, try it once. You'll you will never do that again. It's all about understanding your situation and knowing what you're capable of and not over-exaggerating and not lying to yourself. Some form of situation. Yeah, like knowing knowing your limits and being aware of your limits and not lying to yourself about where they are. Like like you said, that's that's all it's about. A lot of people, definitely men, will definitely think they're capable of a lot more and giving giving a man with that type of confidence a gun it's like it's like they turn into fucking naruto in his final form or however the fuck naruto works like mitch mitch have you been holding out on me are you a weeb i've never watched naruto but i know that he goes like super saiyan or whatever the fuck or is that dragon ball z 
That's that's Dragon Ball oh. Z. I think you're lying to me, and I think you're trying to hide the fact that you actually consume a lot of anime. Uh, I did watch Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan's fucking dope. I watched the first season years ago, and then they never released the other season. Does the Avatar series and Legend of Korra count as anime? Does Avatar count as anime? Kind of, I think. Me and my wife watched a shit out of that. We actually recently rewatched both, uh, like less than a year ago. We enjoyed it. That's kind of awesome, actually. This is a whole uh, other language to me. Yeah, I've, I've never watched Naruto or Dragon Ball Z. But there are some people that you give a gun to, and it's like they think they're fucking gods now. And they're like, oh, I went to the range once, you know, like I have this loaded yeah. gun and there's people that I find that so much. It's like, uh, what's it? The Dunning-Kruger effect. Like the, the, the less, you know, the more you actually think, you know, and I know a guy locally. He's just like, oh yeah. You know, if, if stuff ever got bad, which it probably will, I bet I could find a gun anywhere and I'm really good at it. And you know, he, he, he shoots good groupings in a controlled environment in a flat range. And that's basically all he's got. But yeah, the loudest people typically are the ones that don't know fuck all we see yeah. i see it in the military yeah. a lot especially like when i when i deployed i would see all these like young privates come in and like we ask them the first thing you ask somebody is like why'd you join the military and the ones would be like i joined to fuck kill people and i'm like all right calm the fuck down oh, high speed that. it's, it's, um, it's a fucking red flag too well i mean for some reason some people love that answer i used to and then i matured a lot and now i'm like that's a terrible yeah. answer. If you're not 16, you're giving that answer. Like you're probably yeah, a return. It's a terrible. I mean, so, sorry, uh, Nova. Oh fuck, that's one of the words Nova said not to use. Uh, sorry, Nova. I mean, it's true though. You see people that like to think, and then they get into a situation, or even like, like we, we got to the point where on a deployment we were way too complacent when we got shot at, which isn't a good thing. I admit. Yeah, but we got new soldiers midway through the deployment, um, which isn't a good idea. But we got them, and we're like, "Nah, fuck you guys. We're not bringing you out." And they're like, "But we want our CIBs." Like you get so if you get in a firefight in your infantry, you get this badge on your chest, and like you get to walk around, and it makes you feel like you have a gigantic cock, and everybody has to respect you. Um, I have one that's not the case. For the most part, nobody gives a shit unless they've never deployed. Yeah, your, your cock's actually fairly mediocre. I've seen Sorry. it. Sorry. Um, he has. Um, Wait, actually? I don't know. Probably. I sent you a picture of me shitting and didn't cover it up. You you did, but I, I, wasn't, I wasn't cognizant of the penis until now, I guess. But I didn't register it then. I just, I'm just like, oh, Mitch sent me a picture of him, himself shitting, and I think I responded with a picture of me shitting? I don't know. Completely unrelated to what I was going at. Men are monkeys. Question for you. But I I totally agree, though. Oh, I'm sorry. I Oh, I mean, you can agree with me after I ask this question. Um, okay. Do women do something similar like men do? Like, I'll send pictures of myself shitting to Nathan all the time. <laughs> Is there, like, a some like something that women do that's, like, similar to that? Like, do you have, like, your girlfriends that, like, you send, like, a picture to? Because, like, my boyfriend, Nathan, I'll just send. Like, I got out of the shower one day, and I think I was just standing there in a mirror, and I just sent you a picture. Just... Yes, I think it's always when I'm using the bathroom and the dogs are with me because like they always follow me to the bathroom. And so it's always like back and forth pictures between me and my girlfriends of like a shitting and the dogs licking our toes or some random stuff like that. <laughs> like that's all it is. <laughs> so girls send shitting pictures too. who would have guessed. 
I mean, I do. My friends yeah. do, but I'm yeah, sure some yeah, would disagree with me. Girls don't shit. Oh yeah, girls don't shit. <laughs> yeah, girl, girls uh, only shit glitter. Yep. Yes. Sorry. Spoiler alert. No, we we knew that. It's it's scientifically proven. This is it's <laughs> proven in the lab. Girls only shit glitter. So you're saying you agree with me? Oh yes. Um. So as far as I mean, I I kind of hate to say this because I know I'm probably going to get some flack. I sound like it, such a dickhead but... saying saying what I just did. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> no, you're okay. As far as, like, all of my Marine friends are assholes in the range. They always act like they are big and bad, and they know exactly how to shoot this gun because they've used irons for so long. And then I'm like, all right, well, you know, actually do something instead of just talking about it. And they shoot like shit. But they're like, oh, we still know everything, and we this is how you do it. And, you know, we'll train you how to do it. Oh, the government taught me how to shoot the low common, lowest common denominator tactics. And- I was like, oh my gosh, so annoying. Like, yeah. not not all is like that, but every, like, Marine I know, I'm like, I hate to shoot with because they're insufferable. Yeah, fuck you biting the bullet, boys. Uh, <laughs> they, um, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, and your shitty subpar sub podcast. Um, <laughs> there, there are obviously exceptions, yeah. but the people that I know... <laughs> No, it it's something that the military no, does to you. It's a real thing. I know so many army guys, and I hate shooting with them because yeah. I think they're hot. Yeah, shit. but they suck. Like obviously, this is the exception, not the rule. But like, so many people just like go and immediately get in the teacup or like do the tactical turtle hunch or any of that. They suck. The military training yeah. with suit with shooting sucks. Sucks. There's the most that I've ever it's learned the, lowest common denominator. the most that I've learned from shooting in the military came from civilian instructors, all my LRM yeah. instructors, civilians, maybe they were prior military, but the base level. And that's the other thing too. I'm not saying this because I'm the infantryman or because I was an airborne infantryman or whatever the fuck. I'm not saying that uh, because of that. I'm saying 95% of the people in the military don't do what you think the military does. There's fucking human resources. There's fucking air conditioning. Popping floors. Like mechanics. There's, and even the infantrymen, I'm one of them. And I can tell you, we don't shoot that often to make us that good. We don't. Civilians can shoot more than us. They have, um, well, I don't want to say they have more resources because we have more resources to do it and we do it for free. But the training is on such a low low level and you can never really get to that next level because you always have one fucking dumbass that ruins it for folks and then they take that shitty low level base level training that they got in the military with a huge inflated ego and then they go to civilian ranges and they just make fucking asses of themselves yeah yeah the inflated egos is that's all that i come in contact with it's like sure you've been in the military but like now what yeah you know <laughs> that's something nathan and i were were talking about on one of the podcasts that none of these episodes have been released yet but they're going to come but on one of them we were talking about dakota meyer and fading into irrelevancy oh, after the military really... yeah people it, because it's it's a rank structure you know for example my rank people really desire to become an nco they desire to become a high-level NCO, and they want to have that status claim hey i was an airborne infantryman and i'm an nco I do all this and it matters in the military. And then the moment you get the fuck out, nobody gives a shit. 
Yeah, no one cares at all once Nobody you get out. Nobody fucking cares. And fading into irrelevancy for people who have only known the military, who have only had their ego stroked in the military, and who have only held positions of power for the last recent years that they were in the military, they're so terrified of fading into irrelevancy. And that's what going into civilian world is. You become irrelevant, and now you have to prove yourself over again, as you should. The military shouldn't automatically be a status symbol where everybody still fucking loves you. I mean, some people do. There's this whole, you know, veteran military love thing, but it doesn't mean garbage. It doesn't mean shit. Nobody cares. And you go to the range thinking people care and you just look dumb. You just look real dumb sometimes. <laughs> stupid. But uh, as we kind of got into last time, like the military rewards mentalities like that. Yeah. It rewards just mediocrity and dick sucking to get up to the next level we call it a we call it hot dog polishing have you ever it's a good name for it i'm gonna start using hot that. dog polishing <laughs> yep have you ever considered joining the military like not now obviously i don't think unless you ha- unless you do but like previously like at any point in your life no i'm too selfish hmm. i like i mean i like my comfortable bed I like. I think you mean too smart. <laughs> Maybe too, you know, whatever. But I, like, it would cross my head and I'd be like, you know, they might pay for school later, and then I'd be like, you know, I can get other scholarships to pay for school if I need it. And so it just—it was always like a glancing thought that never really got much consideration. So you started yeah. shooting at ten years old, and you never considered a career in the military or law enforcement. Correct. And you're in the south. Good. And I'm in the South. Holy shit. Smarter than most people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I considered, I I liked forensics. Like I I would totally go into like the forensics uh, gun crime side of things if I ever went into that world. But yeah, no, never really entertained it very much. Damn. Well, I mean, good on you. Because I feel like if you grew up with the background that you did, getting into guns how you did, like the logical step for you in high school is to be like, I'm going to go be a cop or I'm going to go join the military. Yeah. Well, I think that's also as crappy as it sounds, that's also an easy out. Um, yeah. You know, Welfare when people it definitely is welfare for conservatives. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so it's like, you know, I could take the easy out and make money and be mediocre or, you know, I could push myself to do something else. And I mean, yeah, it could always be a fallback plan, but no, I don't want to, I don't want to be the person to take the easy out just because it's an easy out. Um, and that's just kind of the mentality I've always had. It's a good mentality you have, I think. Well, it's been a pleasure, uh, chatting with you. Um, Nathan, you got any pressing issues, pressing questions? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's been really good. I, I've, uh, I've learned a lot. I'm glad we could uh, get to pick your brain, Ashley. Uh, and anything uh, coming up in the future for you? Yeah, the floor is yours. Plug yourself, uh, brag about yourself, stroke that ego. You'll probably see me doing battery shit in the future. That's, <laughs> That's really idea. about all I keep doing. Hell yeah. <laughs> batteries um, and night vision, and I think both are important. Batteries and, you know, hopefully I'll start pushing out some videos and yeah. maybe everybody will like them. I think that's a great idea. Not OnlyFans videos. Or you could make an OnlyFans and that's where you do your video educational stuff. educational content. You bait them in with the butt and then... Plot twist. (laughs) Bait them in with the butt. And then... And then then you get education and they're severely disappointed. Yeah. Well, uh, do you have any other social media except for your Instagram? I don't. Okay. 
Plug your Instagram. Ashley Maddox. I think, Actually, I, probably like. I think there's like an underscore or something. I don't even know yes. what it is. Yeah, Ashley underscore Maddox. There you and go. Ashley with an I. Yeah, Ashley with an E-I. Maddox, at the like end. That, that guy who wrote the, the Book of Manliness or whatever. Speaking of books, self-plug, um, I made another guide for Nathan that should be coming out this week because he's going to illustrate it because it's going to be relevant to what's going on this week. By the time you hear this, yeah. it might be four or five weeks from now because we have yeah. a lot of stuff to catch up on. but. We have a lot of stuff to catch up on. I actually have, like, the most annoying part is always the formatting, and I have that done. So nice. just now it's just the illustrations. Yeah, um, we really got to get on fucking uh, CQB. Yes, we have a lot. Yeah, get on that. I would love to read yeah. that. Yeah, I, I think that. that's a fucking banger. Like that, that'll everyone will like that. I know we're working our way there, but we'll yeah. we'll get there. So book is coming within two years. I know that's a long time, but I made the <laughs> yeah. mistake two of years. talking about it once, and now people keep asking. So, coming within two years. Yeah, we get a lot about that. Yeah, people are like, oh, start a Patreon, start a GoFundMe. And it's like, no, we'll we'll just get it done. Yeah, we'll, get it done. we'll just get that done, and then yeah. we'll sell it for Boku yeah. dollars. Probably not Boku yeah. dollars. I'll buy one. We'll, we'll also probably release literally everything on. Yeah, it'll all probably stuff. just be there. But if you do want to support, we'll probably sell it, like the deck of cards and the stuff that we plan on doing once we have enough characters. Yeah. But, um, It'll be fun. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on, Ashley. It was a pleasure having you on, and uh, I'm sure we'll. Yeah. Pleasure talking to you guys. Chat more in the yeah, future. Likewise. Alrighty.